up everybody and welcome back once again to another episode of the dungeon queue i am i almost called me jake i am garrick he's jake and i do not have a stupid pun this episode surprisingly enough i wrecked my brain for a week i got nothing um so we're just going to be diving straight in to this episode which is going to be all about the lovely and long-awaited playstation 5 reveal event yeah trying to be more enthusiastic (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah we got a lot of cool things so um the reveal took place on june the 18th no that's way off june (laughs) today's june 18th i dated the podcast but uh f it's fine it was last week on the 11th june 11th is when the playstation 5 <laughs> reveal was i have a concept of time um it's not a very good one but you have a <laughs> so june you have 11th, a understand. june 11th 2020 um sony graced the world with the presence of the playstation 5 revealing a plethora of titles um as well as Features that were going to be features and uh, specs and all that fun stuff for the new PlayStation 5 coming out this holiday season. So do we just want to do we just want to start with uh, how they started the reveal by going over all of the neat titles that they uh, brought to us? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Uh, Unfortunately, they started with something that will put... um, (laughs) <laughs> Bethesda to shame in oh, regards dude, to how many whole, consoles they put it on. That was the first thing I thought of. I was just like, dude, literally another Grand Theft Auto 5 because we need <laughs> we need that again. I mean, I get it. It's their strongest seller. Grand Theft Auto 5 is to Rockstar what Skyrim is to Bethesda. Yeah, so I get it. I totally get it. And I I I have not played it. it. It's what eight years old now, or something like that. I don't know. Um, but there's there's obviously if you played Grand Theft Auto Five, you know what's up. Uh, we're just gonna really say that the biggest uh, thing about this drop was you know it's coming in 2021 and it will be free to all PlayStation Five. Uh, GTA Online will be free to um, to all PlayStation Five owners, and they were at the time of this recording and at the time of the reveal were doing an event where every player, I think for like every month or every week or whatever, I can't remember the specifics. They're giving away like a million dollars in game cash to every player who has GTA online. Yeah. Which that is actually pretty cool. I mean, I don't know how the economy is in game garbage free money, I guess it's, The economy in GTA five um, is about as you would expect it to be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, 
the next game that they the second game on during the reveal event um, was one I was personally very very excited for, um, and that one is Spider Man Miles Morales. It is going to be um, what I speculate and what everyone it's like a complete sequel to Marvel's Spider Man PlayStation Four. Um, it's not DLC, which apparently has been there has been some misinformation or misrepresentation on that. It is a complete sequel featuring featuring Miles Morales as Spider Man, uh, you know, as his version of Spider Man uh, in the MCU and uh, Marvel Comics. And I'm fucking stoked on it, dude. Because Mar- I, I don't get me don't get me wrong, Spider Man's my favorite hero, and Peter Parker's my boy. But I have always been partial to miles i always thought he was just like the better spider-man he has the uh better looking suit too dude his suit is so dope (laughs) i also thought like his powers were more in line with spider-man's ideology of not killing anybody because he's got all these cool stealth powers and stuff he's got like he can cloak himself and he can you know he has like these shock webs that he can like shoot at people and he can like stun them with it and a bunch of other cool things that like, you know, OG Spider-Man doesn't have, but he also has all the cool stuff. OG Spider-Man has. Now, you know, it's something that OG Spider-Man or, uh, that miles Morales needs to have in the new game, have a throwback to that one stupid combo in, uh, what was it? Spider-Man two for the GameCube? Didn't he have one where he would grab them, lasso them around up over his head and then slam them you know, side to side or something and toss them. Wasn't that a thing? That was definitely, (laughs) no, I don't think it was on the GameCube. I thought it was like, I thought that was PlayStation two. No, there Uh, was one on uh, GameCube. I don't know if it's the one I'm thinking of, but I know. Let's let's be real. They all played the exact same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I immediately thought of that combo when you said, uh, you know, he doesn't kill anyone like a proper shoot superhero should or shouldn't do. <laughs> boy, I was thinking like that. That boy is dead. <laughs> did you see that? Well, they, well, they, they did like with the with the Marvel Spider-Man on PlayStation 4, the exclusive title. Um, there were a lot of speculations like when they first revealed it, because there was a scene where Spider-Man like straight up kicks somebody off like a high rise building. And he's just like, yo, Spider-Man just like slew that guy. He is D-E-A-D <laughs> dead. And if you, but like, if you pan back to the camera, you can see like he, Spider-Man throws a web on him and it like sucks him to a building. So the cops can pick him up later. And like, everyone's just like, Oh, okay. That's actually pretty, uh, see little things like that are pretty nice. I still have not played missing out. Bro. I, I know I am. I'm finally playing games I've skipped out on, but that's something I should be on my list. But uh, in regards to it being a full fledged title and there being like, a, you know, misunderstanding, people were thinking it was a DLC. Where it's just like a little short, you know, DLC campaign. And they're calling it people saw it that way because of the way the trailer was represented. Yeah, and they're calling it a full on, you know, sequel playing as him. But is it the type of sequel where it's like, you know, next in the story or is it a sequel in that it's 
how do I phrase it? Uh, best example I'm thinking of where it's more of like a side story expansion almost, which that kind of sounds like DLC. But I mean, in the same vein as, you know, for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, how they had the Torna DLC, where it was a full-fledged game sold as DLC and then, you know, later repackaged as a full separate copy. Is it? Do you think it's going to be like that or like a full-on might as well be Spider-Man 2? Um, it is definitely uh, going to be a Spider-Man 2. And okay, the reason I'm saying that is like I... I hundred percented that game uh, front. I played it front to back. I beat everything there was to do. I did everything. I saw all the cutscenes, all the secret cutscenes, everything. So, um, uh, spoilers. It's an older game, but I'm just throwing that out there. Skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want to hear this. Um, at the ending of Spider-Man Two or a Spider-Man Marvel Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales gets introduced to his powers and um, he confronts Peter Parker about it and. Peter was just like, yo, boy, me too. And so um, he he so he, he like starts to develop his powers early on. Um, but because he gets bit by a spider in a cutscene, And at the very end of the game, um, you know, they meet up and it is 100 percent like laid out right in front of you that Peter Parker is going to train Miles Morales to be the next Spider-Man. Um, at the time of Spider-Man uh, in the 2018, you know, Marvel's for PlayStation 4. Uh, Peter Parker has been Spider-Man, I think like a decade at this point. So he's been Spider-Man for a minute. Mm. So like, this isn't like an origin story by any means. Uh, you know, he's been Spider-Man. He knows the rope. He is professional Spider-Man hundred percent of the time. He's got it down pat. And I think we're going to really see Peter Parker step into a mentor role and we might get to play as Peter Parker because we got to play as Mary, uh, Mary Jane and, uh, miles in the first game just to a lesser extent and more minor roles but it's definitely going to be a fronted sequel like they bring they're going to be bringing in some dope villains uh, based off of the cutscenes. We, we've got information on villains like venom and green goblin and some other of the big bads and it's it's definitely it's it's going to be hype as fuck if you're a marvel fan 100 percent. so i'm thinking it the way you said he's going to be a mentor to him. And I don't know how like acquiring new skills is in that game. I know in older games, it's, you know, do a mission and learn a new skill. I think it, it it's going to be pretty cool if you can play as Peter Parker and he's like, oh, hey, you know, once you train, you can do stuff like this. And then it, it's like a little side mission where you end up learning it. And that's where you get, you know, whatever new skill you learn. I I haven't played the game, so I don't know how it normally works in uh, 2018 game. But uh, in the 2018 game, a lot of his upgrades and his gadgets are like canon to the story. He has a workshop where he um, he works with Dr. Octavius and he tinkers and improves his gear in it. And so there's actual missions to test things out and like try new and like so you'll do a mission where you're like you'll test out a piece of gear you know aka a new skill that you'll um you'll end up acquiring and then that's like the introduction quest to that skill and then after you complete it you have that skill available um to yourself so peter parker's obviously a genius he's an inventor and he invents all his own tech so i bet you we'll we'll kind of see a similar um, format as far as quest design goes yeah but 
um, it'll just be rather than Peter testing out his gear, it'll be Peter showing Miles how to appropriately use his powers. Yeah, I I foresee a joke in there where it's like, hey, I got a new uh, gadget. Uh, do you want to try it out? <laughs> and it blows up in his face. Dude, 100%. 100%, because that's totally a Peter Parker thing to do. Um, hey, we are spending a hot minute on this one, so let's let's move it, along. It, it's We're a good one. Gonna, it's, it's it is deserved. a good one. It is a good one, but there's some other ones that deserve some of our time. Um, just a heads up, everybody. We're going to spend some, like, just based off of our personal tastes, There are there's going to be games we talk at length on, and then there's going to be games that, like, uh, hey, if you're interested, it's coming out. Um, and we yeah, probably sorry. won't go into great detail. Um, so we apologize for that. If you are super interested in, we're not trying to disclude anyone. Um, we, we're just speaking to our personal interests and experiences with games. With that being said, neither of us are really interested in the next one. As long as it did look really cool, super hyper realistic. It literally looked like real life. Um, but they announced Gran Turismo 7. Now, I will admit... Oh. I, the way I said that makes it sound like it's a huge shock, but I don't play racing games. There's only one racing game. Okay, two if you count Mario Kart, but let's be honest. There's only one racing game I actually like. Everything else could go to the trash can. But I will say, the graphics alone on Gran Turismo 7, I may actually pick it up. The only thing I don't like about it is when you saw the trailer... And it was just showing the gameplay. There was no music. It was literally just the sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I actually, I personally it's... have never played a Gran Turismo game, but because it's supposed to be like a driving simulator as opposed to like a racing game, like they market it as a simulator. That's like their okay. experience. So maybe um, there is no music simply because like you're driving like Formula One cars and stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I play another simulator-like game that has a car in it. Uh, American Truck Driver, whatever, here. Uh, don't laugh. I, it's actually pretty fun. So here's, here's There's okay, a radio, gonna play devil, at least. <laughs> going to play Devil's Advocate because it's not a Formula One car. It's a trucker sort of thing, and there's a radio installed in those cars. They're... There's like there's a radio in like your driver's helmet and a Formula One race car, but um, to to save down on weight, they, yeah. there's no need for a practical radio. No, not to I, say that like there might not be there. Maybe there is going to be in-game music, um, and they just chose not to display that because that's not what they wanted to focus on. Like I've said, I've never played a Gran Turismo game, so if you have and there is in-game music, feel free to hit us up on. Twitter at I am still buttons and Eridos JM and tell us we're both fucking idiots. Yeah, I see. I get whatever if it does or doesn't. I I get it. Like, but as far as you know, it was pretty quiet. You know, and it's a reveal is supposed to be pretty hype. And yeah, most reveals these days have really annoying. You know, house music, dubstep, and. It just gets the blood pumping, but the sound Godfall game reveal <laughs> that song was awful, but I don't know it. I guess it was just to focus on like the sounds of the cars. 
I guess that, to, that's probably my guess if I had to take a stab at it. Because I mean, it was prob- it, that was probably visually and like to them to gear. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you're a gearhead, if you're way into cars, like I bet you, you know, making those cars sound as realistic as possible is absolutely huge. And you know, it's like I, I believe Gran Turismo is a forced first-person view. Like they really want you to feel like you're in the driver's seat. So yeah, th- I can dig. I can dig that. That. I'll wait and see. That is actually a wait and see for me. Normally, you know, me two years ago would be like, you know, hard pass, but maybe that's uh, that's me. <laughs> I'll wait for the I'll wait for the next need for speed announcement. Personally, it, it's got to be coming. But the next game, can we talk about that? Are we done with cars and can yes. we get to us? <laughs> Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. That boy, I have never played a Ratchet and Clank game, but that shit had me interested on mechanics alone. So Ratchet and Clank was, you know, your normal platformer ish adventure. Pretty fun combat. It was in the same era as like, you know, Jack and Daxter and all that stuff. So it was it was around a time where that was the game genre. It's like an action platformer, action, right? Yeah, action platformer. I don't know what I said, but it's it's actually pretty fun. There's one for PS4 that is on the what is it? The I actually own it. <laughs> Do you really? OK, yeah, I was going to say. Um, what is it called? The PlayStation, you know, that they're twenty dollar games. Oh, the the PlayStation's greatest hits. Yeah, it's one of those. And they, as far as I'm aware of, only give that to pretty good games. So, well, I mean, Spider-Man and God of War are both on there. So, yeah. And Bloodborne. So it, it pick it up for 20 bucks. You could do worse with 20 bucks. Trust me. This new one looks very cool. The main draw is really just showing off the specs of the PS5 because it's, you know, it the rift opens up and you pull towards it. And then it like it's like a seamless transition. That just visually looked cool. I know it looks like a lot of other games have like teleports and stuff like that, but that at least looks cool. You know what I mean? And Dude, it plays it was, into a it story. It was flawless, man. Like it was, it literally looked like a tear in the universe. Yeah. And there was like a, there was a mechanic that were like, you opened it up and you like yanked yourself through, like you slingshot yourself into the portal and it parallels you into another universe, like exactly where you would be um, in that universe to the one you just left. Like it makes the level, the level design super seamless. And the more impressive factor is the fact that in one of the demonstrations, it was, you know, he ratchet, you know, fell off a building or whatever, a rift opened up and he fell through and it was in a completely new place. The fact that that transition was so seamless tells you like how fast level loading is now. So there's no more loading a new level for like a minute and you're stuck in an elevator. 
you know, games. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> you know like, a, yeah, yeah, that, that There's trope no where that. like, we need to, we need to put you in a small and close space while we give the next area time to load. This was definitely not the case with, um, with the new Ratchet and Clank game Rift Apart. It was, it, it was so, it was gorgeous. Like yeah. I was, I wasn't expecting much out of it. Um, to be completely honest, when the trailer started, I kind of rolled my eyes and I was like, oh, another family game. Um, but I was really impressed. Yeah, no, visually, um, it's actually, well, the PS4 one, I can't remember if it was just called Ratchet and Clank or if it had a tagline, but that one that you have not played but own. Just Ratchet and Clank. Just, okay. I guess it was like a soft reboot. But that, the the series is, you know, has a serious but somewhat predictable story, but it's funny. You know, it's not anything weird like what um conquers bad fur day where it's literally nothing makes sense and there's you know haha <laughs> funny joke yeah but it, it's like situations where it's pretty funny so i would recommend you try it out and if you do that for me i'll play spider-man for you <laughs> fair enough my dude uh I, i've definitely installed it and uh i have at least looked at it i think i played like the first couple of levels but that was i kind of i didn't really dive into the game yeah. So I'll give it another chance. Yeah. Um, Visually looking but, at the combat and Rift Apart, if you and anyone listening play Ratchet and Clank reboot and you liked it, Rift Apart is 20 out of 10 upgrade. Like yeah, is, next is, level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The next one was a honestly, it wasn't a gameplay anything. It was a proof of concept. With all due respect to Square and Luminous Productions, Project Athia, Athia. I thought it was Athia. It could be Athia. I, I don't re- know. I, in my Athia in my better. brain, I I read it as Project Athia. Um, so this was like you said, it was just kind of a proof of concept, didn't they? Isn't this the project that they revealed, like when the 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 PlayStation Five like engine gameplay got released? Wasn't Project Athia the one that was shown? No. Actually, um, that was just like a little tech demo to, but not, you know, tech demo describing a game people were working on. It was just to show off what the PS5 can do. It was just a hardware demo, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, so my... Yeah, my mistake. I thought I thought they might have been the same, but uh, could have been. They did. It did look pretty similar, but I don't know who made the hardware demo. So, eh. yeah, um, even though it was a pretty short little clip, it actually piqued my interest. I love Square Enix. Um, I may not personally be huge into Final Fantasy, but I respect them as game devs um, because I feel like they they put a lot of love into all their games. And this one was Update. definitely like very high fantasy sort of like. Vibes. So here, here's the theory. They, they don't have a title because I'm sure they're still very, very early into development. Or if they wanted to showcase more later, then they could reveal the actual title. The, the theory I read that. Is most likely wrong, like most online. Come on, internet, do better. 
Uh, Project Athea may actually be Final Fantasy 16. Uh, okay, straight up, having not been personally interested in most of the Final Fantasy games, what I was shown is totally in my wheelhouse, and that shit's going to be an Instacop. Yeah, that I'll have to rewatch the video for Project Athea, but a lot of people are saying that's a very, very rough proof of concept for so you think this might even be a working title like that's not even the game's you know release name no not at all uh they they always you know if they reveal something but they want to give a teaser or like a code name that may hint at what it's going to be about they always call it you know project whatever so we didn't see much and it was very short so it's most likely still, you know, project whatever, and we'll get the actual name once we get actual info, you know. But if that title is actually Project Athea, I'll I'll still have to see more. But people yeah, are saying I will, I will too. But I mean, if if it really is truly going to be another Final Fantasy game, it looked like they took a lot of the core gameplay mechanics from fifteen and tossed out the doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see uh, with as big as Final Fantasy is and how secretive Square tries to be. They they want to play their cards right, so they don't want to hype people up that may end up being, you know, maybe this maybe Athea is Final Fantasy 16. But, you know, later on in development, they're like, well, we can't really get this to work, but this does make a good idea for like a, uh, you know, stealth slash, you know, adventure thing. You know what I mean? I know there wasn't stealth, but you know, you know what I'm trying to get at. So they're being very reserved. But we'll have to wait and see. But I am intrigued. As am I. Yeah, Project Athea. All of these trailers, by the way, um, are available on YouTube. Um, and you can actually still watch the PlayStation 5 reveal event in its entirety on YouTube as well. Um, if you want to catch up on all these games that we're going to be talking about this episode, I'm definitely check to. them out. Um, there's there was there was a surprising amount of like indie developers and stuff um, yeah. in this release, which I think is incredible. It wasn't all AAA titles. We got a lot of love from smaller dev companies, which means. Uh, we got to see some really interesting games, which actually is a perfect segue into our next one, um, which is going to be a game. I believe it was announced for 2021 as well, and it is called Stray. Going to be game of the year 2021, calling it now. You think so? <laughs> Just because it's based. OK, so it's called Stray because in the the trailer, um, the trailer was like. No, there was no dialogue. It was sort of a cryptic, very indie feeling um, game reveal trailer. Um, no actual gameplay. It was just like, a you know, an, an announcement trailer. But you are very much under the impression that in this game that humans have been wiped off the face of the earth. Um, and that robots have taken their place as, you know, filled in humanity's role. And but for some reason, there's still fucking cats everywhere. And they were cute, adorable ass little backpacks and they walk around and do something. Those backpacks serve a purpose. Um, we don't know yeah. what that is yet. As my wife would say, 
it's a game about important kitty things. Important <laughs> kitty things. Um, and I'm actually really hoping that because, you know, just deducing information from the title and the trailer, that we actually get to take on the role of the cat. Um, I'm really hoping that's the case. Oh, yeah. I think that, no, that, would be that was the focus. Completely I'm... unique and would look awesome. It is most definitely you get to be a kitty kitty boy and it looked it looked really sad but also charming oh yeah no the i'm still stuck on the fact that you get to play as a fucking cat so <laughs> it could look however you, it wants to look okay i get to be a kitty boy <laughs> yes and uh like and they showed they showed like different kinds of cats too like um, oh, so can we, can we just, customize the you know, cats uh, dude, and that's the what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, that you're going to get your own little, like, you're going to get your own little kitty cat avatar, and that you're you're going to get to, like, cuss fully deck out. What uh, if there's I'm going to make mine a <laughs> fucking chonk, bro. He's just going to be the fattest cat ever. Oh, same. I'm, On, okay, I'm real talk, that's, though. That's what if, if, we, if we truly do get a game where we get to play as the protagonist as a cat... I am going to make it after my own cat. Like I'm totally going to design the, like my, my, my in-game kitty cat after my IRL kitty cat. Same. I, th- I think everyone would do that, <laughs> but if it's I mean, why just, wouldn't you? right. Although they, okay. So they did show multiple cats, but I, re- I vaguely remember seeing one cat as like a focus. So the orange one. Yeah. So maybe it's just the one cat and those are the other cats you can meet or there is cat customization. I'm fine with either way. I still yeah. get to play as a fluffy boy. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh. but that was definitely one of the more unique game reveals. I feel like it was very different. It felt different from a lot of the other games um, that were shown. Yeah. It it definitely caught me off guard. But what didn't catch me off guard was the next game Returnal, or as I like to call uh, another space movie starring Sigourney Weaver. It did <laughs> kind of give off those vibes. Also, was that legitimately Sigourney Weaver in the trailer? No. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, no, I, people it were saying. Like it, no, it looks like it might have been motion cap. So I was going to be like, bro, what? Dude, I, People were saying it looked like Sigourney Weaver mixed with like Ellen DeGeneres, which she looked fine. So that's a compliment on them both. But the <laughs> the plot just seemed it's interesting, but I don't know if. So it's, you know, features the game features a crash landing on an alien planet where the main character, Ellen, <laughs> where, where she keeps. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm beating a dead horse. So, crash landing on an alien planet where the protag keeps reliving the same events, including her death, over and over again. However, every time she dies, the planet's different. So, that screams, like, it sounds like a triple A roguelike, in that you die, you start over, and shit's way different. Which... Uh, what was that fucking movie with Tom Cruise? <laughs> which one? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the fucking the fucking movie with Tom Cruise and um Oh god, what is her name? I'm googling, hold on. 
I don't know. While while you Google, I'm going to complain. Did we see gameplay? Was it just like Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edge of Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise, and he literally gets like infected by this alien being. He like ingests its blood. And he every time he dies, he just gets brought back to life at the beginning of the same fucking day. And he can like he always ends up dying. And every time he dies, he starts the day over. But he can choose different paths each day. Um, A few things repeat. But once he's like on the battlefield in this war, he can go do different things. And he has to like do, you know, he has to do the thing to break the cycle. And that is 100 percent the vibes that this game off. Yeah. So like gave off. So I'm thinking, is it going to be the type of, you know, reset where you die, it's completely different? Are there still going to be, you know, what's the right phrase? Not points of no return, but like points in time that are, you know, faded to always happen. I I don't know the right term. I'm pretty sure they said it in a freaking Marvel movie. But so in the trailer, the things that so, so the pro tag in the trailer said the same thing happens every time she said the crash, the attack, my death. Um, and she said those were the things that always repeated. And okay. She also said every time I die, the world changes and it also somehow becomes more a part of me. Um, and there was like a clip where like she starts to have like these, you know, she's got like these growths where it looks like part of the planet was like starting to grow on her body. And there was like some physical changes. Um, it also has some psychological aspects where like, you know, she basically was saying in the trailer, like, I have to break the cycle before the cycle breaks me. OK, so I was pretty interested in this one, so I actually paid attention to the trailer. <laughs> Oh, I paid attention to all of them, mostly. <laughs> the one I actually—the <laughs> one I paid attention to the most, surprisingly, is freaking the next one on the list. Good segue. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. I play. Every, I play every single one. I never finished it, but I keep playing Dude, it. I've never. I have never played. Aren't wasn't the original games called like Little Big World? A uh, little big planet, little big planet. That's right. Yeah, Sack I've never played any of name. them. Yeah, he, that's he, that's the name of the character, right? Yeah. So yeah, I've never played any of those. <laughs> no experience. So, unfortunately, looking at this, it looks like Sony's answer to like Mario 3D World, which is completely fine. I just wonder if it's going to have the same creation abilities as. The one I vi- I remember the most, unfortunately, is the PS Vita one. I can't remember what it is called, but there was like a creation tool where you can make your levels, have other people play them. So is that going to be um, given the way know? that the levels were designed? I can totally see there being a feature along that lines. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, I'm pretty sure that it was the staple idea with the game. Uh, the franchise as a whole rather but if honestly it just looked like sony 3d world (laughs) which is still a compliment if it 
if it's fun, I'll play it, but I don't imagine it be, you know, very difficult and I like my difficult games. But it still looked pretty cool. I'm I'm just a fan of the art direction or the quality of the art of, you know, everything the PS5 has shown us, like what it can do. It looks great. <laughs> everything on the PS5 looks great. Yeah. Did you uh did it you know, what did it look like to you? Was it something that you would play, you know, wait and see or just like watch a let's Sack play? Boy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that kind of falls into like the same thing as like, um, uh, you know, like Ratchet and Clank. It's not that I think they're bad games by any means. I just tend to f- gravitate towards uh, more, more edgelordy games <laughs> more edgelordy or high fidelity yeah you like know. you know like i really like stuff with darker atmospheres or like more mature themes and so i kind of like naturally fall into that sort of stuff i i not to say that i don't ever place you know lighter toned games i think minecraft dungeons is fucking tight as shit but um i think that's one i'd be i'd be more likely to watch somebody play than actually play myself personally i thought the level designs looked really interesting they kind of personally gave me like a mario maker 3d vibe yeah that's kind of what i got so yeah so the next uh the next game uh destruction all stars i i don't know how i feel about it I know you can tell in the way I said everything, but it looks like a weird mix. I mean, description alone, you know, sounds like Twisted Metal meets, <laughs> you know, character multiplayer arena fighter. You know, it features With destruction all stars, dude. It is fucking <laughs> it is literally dude. OK, this game to me, the second I saw it, I was just like, oh, it's Crash and Rocket League. Better. That's actually a better uh, combination. <laughs> so it it features destructible vehicles with you know on foot characters. If your car explodes, if and it's you pretty suck. yeah, pretty much. But it's a demolition derby. You know, it's like they say it has impressive particle effects and physics, which unrealistic physics. Bruh, but it it's looks, impressive. It's Rocket League. I couldn't get past that. Yeah, no, it's Rocket League out. meets Twisted Metal. It it was very colorful, but the characters just looked super generic. And some of the things it 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 just came off as a you know it it looks like a Rocket League piggyback. Like it um personally it's and, and you know what it, who knows it might end up having a great following just like Rocket League does. Um, yeah, if it controls like Rocket League, though, you know, but like, you know, much easier because I play Rocket League controls are very hard to get used to. So I'm hoping. Even though it gives off the same vibe, it doesn't give off, you know, the same controls. It doesn't <laughs> play that the same. Be, well, uh, that'd be nice. No. You know, I, I I hope it the best of success. You know, I don't want to yeah. doom any game. Oh, yeah. No, no like, game just deserves to. Uh, because people work hard on that shit, but um, just based on the trailer alone, and who knows when we get like actual gameplay stuff, it might play completely different. But the trailer definitely like it had the exact same like color palette and like art style, like art direction at least as Rocket League. Yeah. So, 
I don't know that as much shit as I just said about it, it that is actually a wait and see, because even though I do think the characters and the design and everything looks cringy, it's my type of cringe. <laughs> That's completely fair. I respect that, my boy. Yeah, for sure. The uh, next one, however, uh, not cringe, not cringe at all. Very, very reminiscent to one of the best uh, franchises on the planet. Uh, Kena or Kenna Bridge of Spirits. It's yeah, Kenna Bridge Kenna. of Spirits. That that game looked kind of fire, dude. It literally looked like you took Legend of Zelda and Pixar it. Yeah, and I'm super okay with that. Yeah, and it had it had like heavy. Um, I. I believe it was Chinese themes, like not Japanese. Like I believe it was very much based in like Chinese, like a, like lore or the, you know, that at least very, at the very least that kind of aesthetic. I'll have to double check. Please I, do. Cause I'm not sure. I, 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 I thought it was Chinese. Um, it could not be. And if I am mistaken, I apologize, but um, it, what was so, another game? Oh, it, it had Pikmin vibes too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So it looked a lot like freaking Legend of Zelda with like controllable Pikmin. And it actually. I don't know that. Just screams fun to me, even though I hated Pikmin, it just seemed like. I don't know. I was all I was all for it from the start. The second. Oh, yeah, for sure. The trailer was so beautiful um the art style was so crisp and the the world looked super unique and the gameplay looked engaging and fun and the the pro tag was different but like also like relatable and i don't know and like i liked their little the little pikmin companion things that looked like some shit straight out of uh princess mononoke (laughs) (laughs) or like fuzzies from paper mario yeah dude super adorable yeah, what's funny though, I was watching it before they showed anything else. Uh as far as like, you know, seeing combat and the little fuzzy things. I was thinking that because we got Sackboy which is a staple and then an old school new game with Ratchet and Clank, I was thinking, "Oh shit, is this another new tack in the power of Juju?" <laughs> Do you remember Damn, that game? dude? I forgot that <laughs> thing existed. I thought that was Tack and the Power of Juju. I'm I can totally at the very <laughs> at the very beginning of the trailer, I can totally see how you got to that conclusion. I yeah. So that it was really because we got, you know, Ratchet and Clank. I was thinking, "Oh shit, are they bringing back, you know, the old big hitters? Are we going to get Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank?" Sly Cooper, which we still need to get. <laughs> Boy, you know we're going to get Nax 3. Dude, Nax 3 wasn't announced. It, it was a shit event. <laughs> but, uh, no. Bridge of Spirits is definitely definitely a good looking game. Looks fun as shit. And I am intrigued by what else the developer Ember Lab, what else they have I don't remember if they said that was their first thing, 
but they need to make more if they if this is their first I don't know. one. I I definitely know that I want lore. I when I want lore on that game. It looked incredible and it seemed like it had a very well established backstory already that they kind of teased at it in the trailer. Yeah, that we're going to get to see more of in the future. Yeah, it's definitely a game I really want to follow. And there's only one game in this uh, reveal event that I want the most more than Bridge of Spirits. But I think Bridge of Spirits is something I want to. How do how do I say this? Like, there's another game I need in my life yesterday. But it could also be Bridge of Spirits. I don't know. I gotta I gotta follow everybody involved <laughs> in this game. Yeah, dude, Twitter. it looks I'm definitely yeah, dude. I definitely need to hop on Twitter and at least follow the game page. Yeah. Because uh, I want that's one I want to keep up with. It it definitely, dude, as I was watching the PlayStation five reveal event you know i have my stupid list right my games upcoming games i give a shit about list yeah that was immediately put on it it was the (laughs) oh yeah uh but the uh opposite of that list uh games you do not ever want to see anything about uh goodbye volcano high zero interest yeah was it a cartoon i couldn't tell what the game was about at all all uh I could glean nothing from the trailer that was released. It was very frustrating as a watcher because I have no idea what the game is about. They all, it was an animated trailer. It shows no gameplay. It shows no uh, specs, no mechanics, no in-game graphics. It It was just some weird coming of age, anthropomorphic animal high school musical thing. So what I, I didn't want to, talk much about this game but now that i think about it it gives off the same vibes as like life is strange where it's you know teenage angst with a very emotional story and i hate slice of life games i hate you know what are essentially point and click games and you know in this time but I don't know that that's the vibe I got from Volcano High. And if the graphics are if it's literally just like a cartoon and you know you I don't know. Cuz it was literally oh. just a cartoon so I would assume that it the gameplay is still in that same cartoony you know what I mean? I would be inclined to agree. Um, honestly, I think we should just leave it at this. Um, the game is called Goodbye Volcano High. If slice of life games are your interest, if you're super into anthropomorphic animals and those sorts of like the, you know, that personification and um, creatures and that sort of thing, and you're into that kind of storytelling, um, check it out. Um, it's personally not for us. And uh, we're not going to bash it because we don't know anything about it. But if it's for you, check it out. If not, uh, we're just going to move on to the next game, which is actually another revival of a classic. Oddworld Soulstorm. That that tagline does not fit Oddworld. I don't know. I haven't played Oddworld, but I know of it. That does it not definitely <laughs> seem. I see. I know of it, too. And it seems really serious. But the trailer seemed kind of serious, too. It was like almost like gory, goofy. I mean, as as far as I'm aware of, Oddworld usually has that 
you know, funny, you know, that sense of humor, but it's like what it actually is about. If you think about it is actually pretty deep. Like I said, I haven't played it, you know, so it did look interesting, but the gameplay, not so much, not for me, but if it's something I need to check out, like as far as older titles in the series goes, I'll check it out. I, mean, I think I'm, I'll keep tabs on it, but um, the story seemed really interesting. But as for me as well, the gameplay wasn't like it didn't draw me in. Um, it looked like it might be like a little platformer Metroidvania in style based off of the story information that we were fed. Um, if that's true, it might pique my interest a little more. But if it's like a, you know, if it's like a Rayman's legend sort of typical platformer, I might have to pass on it. I'll, I'll yeah. keep an eye on it, though, to just to, to see what how it develops. Yeah, that I don't know, based on the gameplay, I thought, you know, the you know, the cutscenes and the shit they were so showing were uh, pretty cool. Actually, I, I thought it was pretty interesting, kind of creepy, too. But the, uh, gameplay... the, one that, the one that stood out to me was definitely where he like has those like those bands or whatever that like bind his mouth closed and he goes. To, like, yeah, cut no, him that, off. that. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. That was some heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. But uh, I don't know. Six out of ten. I got to see more. <laughs> Another wait and see for me. But the next one is an insta buy for me because I totally Same. forgot it existed. And that's I did not <laughs> Ghostwire <laughs> Tokyo. I have been following this shit since it got announced and I'm so stoked. I know when I was telling you uh, about the uh, event, just going down the list of games announced, you were busy at work or something. And when you finally got home and looked at everything, you bashed, you bashed the hell out of me saying, why did like, you tell me Boy, this? Why it, did you not tell me Ghostwire Tokyo was revealed with gameplay? Cause I've, not only did I forget the game, I forgot that it was a game you were super interested in. <laughs> I I am too. I just, for whatever reason, like, they fucking went... Out of sight, went, out of mind. Yeah, they went dark, you know? They they literally announced it at um, the, the, you know, the 2019 Game Awards, and that was fucking... No, it, it was... Uh, e3 so i mean that's a long enough time almost a full year was it e3 oh yeah. shit dude my I, I thought i thought they first announced it at game awards but no, yeah I, that was they definitely went dark for almost a year then yeah which that's fine i mean maybe a little small update would have been cool i legit forgot about it but from what you know from the e3 presentation to what they showed us for this event the gameplay looks way not totally different than what I was expecting, but it was, I personally was expecting more of a third person action RPG, sort of like maybe ghost of Tsushima in nature, but I wasn't displeased um, in any way with the fact that it's going to be first person. Yeah. It's it. All all the weird, you know, freaking jutsus you can do. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Yeah, it was like you could do like mantras and stuff, and like you you're basically like a a monk. You you kind of have like a I'm sure there's like a an appropriate name, a spiritualist of some kind. 
um, in the Japanese culture who like basically goes around like banishes spirits. Technically an exorcist, but I don't know the actual Japanese title. I felt I felt like they had there was like a, a very unique and specific name to it in the Japanese culture. I'm going to um, look it up and let you know after that this. I, that I cannot <laughs> recall. Um, so but, forgive our ignorance, but <laughs> yeah, sorry. But all in all, I know this looked it was pretty much an insta buy, you know, based on what I saw from the E3 presentation last year. But now it's, I don't know, it's gone down a slight notch for me because it caught me off guard. Even though I'm completely fine with it, you know, based on what we saw in the PS5 event. I don't know. I feel kind of not betrayed. It's the right word, but <laughs> how dare they, you know, show something. An Omioji. Omioji. That's right. Yes, that Thank is you. an Omioji. <laughs> Sorry, I literally Googled it while you're talking. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it, like, I was just like, that's the one. No, it's fine. If anyone listening knows either of us, it's we will have a random question. We have to stop everything and figure out the answer <laughs> or it will eat at us for years. But good to know. But yeah, no, it definitely leaning towards insta buy but now it's a possible maybe i may have to see a little bit more but it's still a very high you know low insta buy high maybe i would very much like to see more um of what the games because are you ha- they showed off a lot of different skills and I think I want to see more progression as to what those skills are going to look like and how you're going to acquire them. Like character, like yeah. how they, how they choose to do character progression is going to be really important to me. Yeah. We'll, uh, cause I know it was, you know, Tango Gameworks uh, partnered with Bethesda. So is Bethesda publishing and it's being made by Tango or is it like, or is it, being co-developed between the two because if we get like some sort of character progression in Bethesda franchises style then I'm completely fine with that say what you want about their games but no their character progression is always solid I like it yeah so I'll have to take another look I'll have to look into Tango's uh, repertoire and see if it's a you know, what it could be based on, you know, their strengths on previous titles they've made. But I I also need to see if it's like a co-development or if it's just being published by Bethesda, which is entirely possible and most likely what's going to happen. But uh, I know you are going to be... That's that's an insta-buy for you, correct? Yes, most definitely. Um... I was super interested in the overall concept and the aesthetic of the game because it's so dark that I was just like, nope, this is going to be it. Like, as long as the gameplay isn't trash, like it's going to be an insta buy and I'll be able to work through any mechanical issues the game has because setting alone, as long as the story's dope and the lore is cool and, uh, you know, the, if the unique gameplay mechanics are executed appropriately, instant cop. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig it. So, do you think the next game on this list is a uh, <laughs> Instacop? 
Jet Sorry. the Far Shore? No, um, because <laughs> I it was also one of those other trailers where I was just like, I don't know what this game is about, bro. <laughs> it actually had gameplay, but it looked like it was just like what? Yeah, it looked like if it's the one I'm thinking of, the one with the rocket ships. With the rocket ships, wasn't there like the? Uh, I'm I may be mixing like, up. There was like the, um the game cell shaded little people that kind of had like it was like a 3D version of Don't Starve. In terms of like art. Really? I may be mixing up games then. I'll I'll have to uh double check. But yeah, uh, it, you it it kinda sounds like you like the I from what I gleaned from the trailer, it's like you are like sent off far off into space, like and you travel for hundreds of years or whatever, like a long time passes. And you go to find like a new home because like something happened to the earth. That was totally the vibe I got. Yeah. It. Okay. So I, I just looked up a little bit and I think the gameplay, it just looks like a freaking uh, travel simulator on a ship. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. That that was the impression that I got too, it didn't look bad. I, it just looked kind of weird and I wasn't a hundred percent sure what the game was about. And like, unlike stray where, you know, like stray was really vague in its trailer too, but it was so different that it was, it drew you in, uh, as you know, and with, with this one jet, uh, I, I didn't feel that same draw. Yeah, it, it, it definitely looks like, uh, no Man's Sky meets Death Stranding without all the cool shit. <laughs> it's uh, a hard pass but for the me. next one, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but next. that next one, though. Yeah. We're, honest, I don't know much about it, so we're moving it on. Once again, if it interests you, check it out on that YouTubes. Um, but this next one. Uh, Godfall. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Technically, the very first revealed there's title. no technically it was the first <laughs> yeah well i it's my first but it it i said it like that because on the off chance that i was technically wrong nope. <laughs> but, okay, it was cool. so the 2019 game awards i know for this a fact on this one that was when that one was announced it was the very first video game announced for the playstation 5 and they are marketing it as a looter slasher which is fine with me. Absolutely. <laughs> positively. Um, it is you play as a group of warriors who wield godlike powers, dope ass armor, huge weapons, and um, just think all the fun loot mechanics that the Borderlands franchise has ever had. Put it into a, a third person melee, you know, hack and slash game. And bada bing, bada boom. That's what you got. That's a really simplified version. But if that's not enough to get you interested, I don't know what will. See, I I love a loot grind in most games. Dude, it's but all about it's... the loot. Especially when the loot looks that fucking good, bro. All yeah. the armor and weapons looked lit. Yeah, it's definitely... It's definitely something that you know, as far as armor designs, I'm sure it's been done before, but it just looks more I badass in 
know what I mean? Edgelord. <laughs> Definitely. So it it's pretty much like, see, I love Borderlands, but after, you know, I love that one specifically is my favorite looter shooter, but a looter slasher, which as far as I'm aware of, hasn't been done or at least to this scale. That's for sure. Uh, not, not, not on this size that I've ever heard of. Yeah. So I, I feel like if something like that existed, we would have played it. Yeah. So it's definitely can, it can definitely make, because you're in melee range, it could definitely be harder because if you get some bomb ass shit in borderlands, for example, I'm not trying to rip on them. I, I, I love the series. Uh, if you get a bomb ass weapon, you can just, you know, kill everything without them even noticing you. But because you're in melee range in Godfall, you know, you will be in the fray. You know, you could screw up. And the best part is the combat is very flashy. Looks, you know, the heavy weapons look very hard hitting and powerful. There's a weight to them, especially with, you know, the PS5's haptic feedback in the controller. We may feel the weight, which we have mentioned in the past previous episode. And the combat, I think, is very reminiscent of uh, Platinum Games. You know, very flashy, very badass looking. You know, that that's a win for me. Which is funny I say that. I have never played a Platinum Games game. But it's something <laughs> I may have to if it... Uh, it- it looks clean, bro. Like, yeah. it, there's they they were they showed off gameplay of all the different weapon types. They all looked diverse and flashy, and they all looked like they played very differently. Um, they showed off some boss fights. It looks like there's going to be like maybe some dungeon mechanics reminiscent to like raids or World of Warcraft style dungeons uh, and that sort of thing. And they showed off like different environments. Um, the one thing, just because I'm going to play devil's advocate, uh, that like I might not be super thrilled about is the gameplay we have seen so far. The areas did look pretty linear, but they may have done that just to keep the rest of the environmental stuff kind of under wraps for now. Um, I'm hoping that's the case because I would like to see something a little more open. I mean, yeah, I I'm in the same boat as you. I do. I prefer open world stuff. There's nothing wrong with linearity. That's a word. But I don't know. Yeah, I think no matter what happens, if it's linear as shit or it's open world in some capacity, I don't care either way. They, they. I'm gonna be getting it either they way. Won they won me my over. Money already. <laughs> they won me over after the initial reveal of the game. Like. No, which was literally like 30 seconds of bumfuck nothing like, yeah, the just it was just proof of concept. And we were just like, oh, I, I think it was also because it was hyped up because it was literally the first next gen game. Dude, we were fucking good fed. for that, man. They caught my attention right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping this becomes a franchise, bro. Oh, yeah. I could all, already see the shitty spinoffs happening, but <laughs> But they they did some good work. It looks amazing. I'm glad we got more info on it. I don't know why I was expecting we weren't. But it is definitely hard insta-buy because 
at the initial release, even though, like you said, it was like, what, 30 seconds and we didn't see much of anything at all. As soon as they went to the next, you know, little bit next presentation, I immediately went on Twitter was like, do you have a page? Do you have news? What what can you tell me? I need to know. (laughs) Not many companies can do that to me. Dude, I follow them. I definitely, I follow them on Twitter too. I did it the same night. I was just like, nope, I am keeping 100% in the loop on this bitch. Yeah. So we spent enough time on that, but luckily the next game on the list is uh, something that actually is pretty cool. Solar Ash. I thought it looked conceptually so dope. The art was awesome as fuck. Yeah. It's made by the creators of Hyperlight. Uh, Drifter, I never played that one, but I know my brother did, and he still plays it to this day. You know, I haven't played it either, but I I have seen it, and it looks really clean. Yeah, and what's pretty cool is it's going to be, even though I wasn't too impressed with, you know, I was still won over with Godfall, so I'll have to give it. It was was certainly hard to follow Godfall. Yeah, so I'm going to give it another look. But so fun fact, it's someone on the development team is friends with a uh, Twitch streamer that I am a huge fan of. So out of support for him, I'm going to insta buy it. I don't know what he does and I'm I don't know his name, so I'm not going to accidentally slip up and give a name or any names of people I may reference, but you know, it's confirmed. He is no free clout. Yeah. Although he, he, he earns it. He, he deserves it. He's a good guy. So out of support for him, I'm definitely going to pick it up. And I feel like it may be like the hidden gem that gets so many. And this sounds really bad to say based on my initial look, it may be the best game that no one plays. You know, Hyperlight Drifter was like, a like Hollow Knight vibes. Not not so much that, but you know that that's being very disrespectful to them though that I said it like that, but you know what I mean? Like hidden gems that people haven't played for whatever reason that need to get played and then like even years after people pick it up and are like holy shit. Why did I skip this? I have a couple games that I did that with and I hate myself for it. So I'm willing to bet if I watch the trailer for Solar Ash later, uh, I'm going to completely resend those comments and it may be an insta buy for me. It's just my memory is drawing a blank. (laughs) It was a long event. So I'm trying to retain everything and I can't. I'm not very good at uh, using my brain meat. Uh, gross, bro. Um, speaking yeah. of brain meat, though, you're probably <laughs> going to be splattering a lot of it um, in this next game, which is the they announced, oh. they announced Hitman Three: The Briefcase's Revenge. Um, <laughs> and if you haven't if you haven't seen that clip, you missed the fuck out because the physics in that game of Hitman Two are wild. Um, yeah, but yes, they announced Hitman Three. Um, it sounds like it's going to be like the grand conclusion for agent 47, who has been the protagonist of all the Hitman games and the movies of the same name. 
Yeah, I, you know, I've been on a very, very specific genre hype lately, and Hitman may actually fall under that that genre. So I may need to replay the old Hitman games. And I had this thought when you I saw the reveal gonna, for Hitman 3. I feel like you should just play Dishonored instead, if I'm being honest. <laughs> really? Yes. Because I played Hitman 2, I'm pretty sure. I played a Hitman game, not for long. I don't remember if I owned it. I'm leaning towards no, but I did play one of them, and I did kind of like it. They're fun. They're just hard as shit, actually. They're pretty difficult games. Is it like, you know, you have to be pretty tactical in how you approach? Uh, I thought so. I, I don't remember which title I played, but the experience I had with um, with a Hitman game, I think it was on the GameCube. So it was a long ass time ago, but you had to be very strategic in the way you approached each hit. And uh, okay. if like you like you only had so many bullets and you can only do so many actions and you had to do it in a certain amount of time, that sort of thing. Mm. And you had to be smart about it. Well, I like I'm not very good at using my brain meat, but I like trying to use it. So game makes me think. I'll I'll give it a shot, especially since the previous title in the franchise I I remember enjoying at the time. I mean, so, it definitely it 100% has a following. Um oh yeah, I kind of no, fell away sure. from it. I like the movies, a lot of people are going to hate me for that, but uh or I think it might have just been movie, but I digress. Um and so, I don't know, I I think I might have to wait it, that that one might be a wait and see for me. Um, the yeah. graphics look pretty awesome. We didn't get to see a ton of gameplay, uh, but just judging by the franchise's past, it's going to be, you know, super stealth, super into, you know, lots of fun, ridiculous stuff. And you're going to have lots of avenues for um, executing your mark. And based on the locations, too, I don't remember anything looking as extravagant in older titles. So it, it it could be the best one yet, especially if it is, you know, assumed to be a conclusion to Agent 47. They make it, you know, tie a good story, tie the knot, the final knot to the series. And it looks pretty cool with some wild fucking graphics and, you know, locations. I might be talking out of my ass, but it looked pretty like the locations looked out there compared to the other ones. It's been a while. No, as so. they looked, the the locations definitely looked way more foreground um, in this game. Like there was a lot more attention to detail. The um, they really only showed you like two locations. I think I remembered one of them was like a big ass mansion. The other one was like a forest of some kind. Um, yeah, the mansion and, didn't they look anything like like I don't know. I I don't know how to say it without sounding like even more of a moron than I am. But it is a, it's it's a wait and see. It's a high. It's definitely something to watch. Yeah. So the next one, Astro's Playroom, is that? I I don't remember that one. Is that the one with the uh, PlayStation controller robot thing? That was the one that yeah. I literally thought it was so Astro's Playroom, and they you know this was the reveal, so it was, um kind of vague as what were a lot of the other trailers 
they made it sound or at least appear like this was going to be like some sort of built in game to with the PlayStation. That's kind of what I got. Yeah, like no, that's gonna- what I got too. like that. Cause normally, you know, a lot of games when they first release or consoles rather not games, they, you know, usually have like a game pack where it's like, Oh, you get, you get a, a Nintendo 64 and it comes with a copy of, you know, wave racer, you know, something like that. I think that may be the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just as, as like knack was to the PlayStation four, I totally Astro's playroom. It looked like it was just kind of like a, a fun little couch co-op, sit down, goof around, um, family fun game. Um, it, it kind of gave off maybe some like, um, you know, some, some sack boy vibes with like some creation, like some level creation stuff. Um, yeah. And maybe some like Mario party sort of stuff. Like it looked very yeah, fr- it, family friendly, super approachable for like a younger audience. Yeah. And actually looks kind of fun. <laughs> very few family friendly games are presented in such a way that it could even pull in the older generations. But if, so if it is the game that comes with the system, it doesn't matter if it's a insta buy or hard pass because it's going to happen. Anyway. Have it. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be fine with that from what I saw. Now, the next game I definitely need more info on. It's kind of the same way as uh, with Godfall's reveal. Uh, Little Devil Inside. Oh, that trailer looked weird. Because I was in love with the art direction. Oh, yeah. No, me too. It looked like a. God, what but it is... looked so bizarre. I couldn't get I didn't. What was yeah. with the dude in the bathtub? Oh, he, like... was, on, he was on the toilet. He wasn't in. He the was in the bathtub, before. too. Like, oh, he, he, they, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they showed him in like different locations in his house. Yes. Yeah, so like I was it was there has it to was be super bizarre. Yeah, there has to be. I mean, not has to be there. Most definitely is some sort of story. Like, who is that guy and who who's most likely to be you, the protagonist? You know, because it has such a unique aesthetic. It looks like the same kind of not blocky is the right way to say, but the aesthetic is like very reminiscent to that game. uh, What is it called? Ashen for the uh, PS4 could be on other titles. Uh that's what I thought of. And then seeing like the exploration and the combat and the dragon there, wasn't there a fucking dragon? Yeah, there was a dragon. Yeah. Some, it looked like from what we saw, I got mad and this is totally out of left field. It made me think of monster hunter. <laughs> I, I a don't little know. Bit? You know what I mean? Um, I know, um, you know what, maybe uh, this game was actually, it was a Kickstarter-funded game. So I bet you if you were to go to its Kickstarter page, you might be able to find a little bit more about what... What inspired you know, them. Yeah, the the game's inspiration and what they wanted, it. you know, their their artistic vision for what the game is. But yeah. it looks really interesting. It looked like It looked like it had some weird sort of like parallel between like two protagonists and one of them was just like this little old man taking a shit and you know taking <laughs> a bathtub 
And then there's like this young strapping hero running around just like beating the fuck out of monsters and stuff. Like it was it was a very interesting parallel. Yeah, th- this game is the one I'm most interested on. Um, not the game I want the most. Totally different. But I am the most interested in this. It might be pretty amazing <laughs> to me. It, it is already. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Uh, but what it isn't amazing is uh, yet another fucking NBA 2K21. Ooh, you got a impressive sweat effects. We'll show that on every <laughs> that <was> new <laughs> title. Next. But you can see this. You can see the sweat dripping off his brow. Uh, it's another basketball game, folks. Um, we're not into sports games here. If that's for you, once again, we're not going to bash it. Um, play to your heart's content. All games are valid. But uh, we ain't talking about it. We moving on. Yeah, I kind of don't want to talk about the next one because it just looked disgusting. Okay, I need to talk about this shit because it looked like a goddamn fever dream. So the game is called Bug Snack, B-U-G-S-N-A-X. And um, if you want an idea of how weird this game is, it was done by the same creators of Octodad. So let's that just sets the tone right there. So. The idea is that all the, you know, the wildlife is pretty much snacks, you know, burgers and fries and milkshakes, I'm pretty sure, and strawberries and bananas and any type of food, even if it's like not naturally occurring. No, like literally like, uh, like, okay, imagine, imagine like an ant, but it was shaped like a fucking hamburger. (laughs) Yeah, no, it. And for whatever reason, the I don't know what kind of animal they were, the 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 quote unquote people, the sentient beings, the when things, they, dude, eat, they looked like Muppets. Yeah, which is fine. I love Muppets, but they so when they ate the bugs, they like took on a little bit of that form, like the dude ate a strawberry bug and his hand turned into freaking strawberries like what the fuck dude what it is was this? somebody was on some hardcore psychedelics when they made that game honestly yeah. i don't know if i love it or hate it but it looks really really weird and um the, the it, it and Quailu were kicking in when they pitched the idea dude Holy like it is shit. it is something to follow and at least <laughs> check out because of how far out there it is yeah so like, it gave it, off it, it it made an impression. <laughs> oh yeah. Whether it's good or bad, but it made one. So the thing though is it looked like some kind of happy go lucky, you know, weird spore <laughs> type game. But the last couple seconds had this weird other creature dogpile a bunch of other snacks and just turn into this amalgamation of nasty looking shit. Not oh, literally dude, at the very end. Yeah. So yeah, is it going to be literally dark? like absorbed all of the, its snacks, all of the, its snacks features and became like this, you know, Edward homunculi yeah. ass looking thing of food. It was like, nuts. the whole thing yeah. was wild, bro. That, so I thought that, it was that whole be... trailer caught me off so much. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like another family friendly thing with some wacky twist, which definitely will sell. Don't get me wrong. It will. But the last couple seconds with that creepy shit, like it looked dark. Like it is this a happy go lucky trailer to 
you know, bait you into thinking like, what if it's actually dark, you know, and, and the last mission of the le- of the game or whatever is, you know, the sun is, you know, one of those, you know, monsters and it, it's eating the planet and, you know, some weird, stupid, crazy, deep shit for no reason at all. What if it baits you into shit like that? <laughs> I could, I don't, cause I don't I, know, man. It was, it's stuck in my head. It's creepy, but I got to know more. <laughs> yeah, it was something. It, it, it was something. <laughs> I need a, my heart rate, man. <laughs> Dude, it was, uh, well, your heart, rate, your heart rate's not going down because the next one on the list was a, actually has been like a long awaited remake for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, Demon but Souls. It's going to be stressful. Demon Souls. I love your segue, by the way. You're learning well. Demon Souls is the only Souls-like game. So that's a lot of Souls-like. Okay, but it is not a Souls-like game. It is, it is a Souls. Original. It is yeah. the original Souls game. Well, Kingsfield, but <laughs> we'll talk Boy, later. It is the first game yeah. with Souls. It's the first the Souls. <laughs> yeah, it's the first. But so, no, I was just making a point, you know, I don't want to spend fucking $460 or something to get a PS3 to play Demon Souls. It's the only Souls game as well as the only Souls-like game in, you know, AAA capacity anyway that I have not played. And from what I hear about my cousin who, you know, played Demon Souls and was like, oh, yep, if this is a franchise, I'm playing every single one. I didn't have that luxury. I never had a PS3. I got to play it at a friend's house. And let me tell you what, that shit infuriated me because, well, it's Demon Souls. Um, Not not including the standard, dude. Yeah. So not including the clunky controls, which my cousin told me about, uh, you know, for the most part is fixed now. So you could say speaking, speaking pretty plainly, Demon Souls was was in fact just like a really hard beta for what Dark Souls would become. Essentially. Yeah, I, I, I think they they ended up not doing a Demon Souls 2 because the things they wanted to fix and maybe they had a really strong idea for another Demon Souls, but it made more sense to have it like an alternate universe type of thing, because I don't know. I, I know Demon Souls is a, a separate universe to Dark Souls, separate from Bloodborne and whatnot. So I definitely want to play it. It is. I need it. This is the game I was talking about. The one thing I need <laughs> is this one. So I can finally experience it and most likely break my PS5 controller, which is most likely going to be a hundred dollars. They're saying 60 actually, but I don't believe them, but I do. Uh, I don't believe them. <laughs> They're saying 60, um, but I think it's actually really important to note um, if you are a huge Souls fan, a huge um, From Software fan, and you didn't get the opportunity to check this one out, this is not an HD remaster. This is a from the fucking ground up remake of the title. Yeah, complete overhaul. So it's that that comment slowly leading into one of my worries, though. Uh, it's not made by from software because they're busy with Elden Ring 
which we need more info on, but uh, it's made by Blue Point Games, and they are the people. While I trust them to be in charge of this, the only people I trust to be in charge of this remake, um, they they are the ones doing it, and they did. Uh, what was it? Shadow of the Colossus and something else. Those remakes. So they know how to do remakes. My biggest concern is that we saw this happen when Dark Souls 2 went into conception because it because from software passed it on to somebody else. And it wasn't quite the same. It didn't hit the same. Um, I'm hoping that won't be the case with Demon Souls. Uh, because I really liked the first one. I never beat it, of course, because I didn't have my own PlayStation 3. But um, it's, I'll be picking up the remake. Yeah, so the, my main concern is the aesthetic because Demon Souls original had an even stronger aesthetic than Dark Souls. You know, a lot of people are, you know, first getting into the series, you know, when Dark Souls 1 was all there was, and people didn't know it was a you know spiritual successor to Demon Souls. They're like, oh, this aesthetic is dark. It's creepy. It's the game's hard. It's amazing. I hate it, but I love it. And then amplify that by ten, and that's Demon Souls. But in one of the clips with, I believe it's called the Tower Knight, that big ass you know Iron Giant looking bro. He. The area was very bright and looked looked good. Don't get me wrong, but it was very bright. Meanwhile, in the original, in the original game, it was covered in fog and dark and gloomy. And that's my main concern because I'm not much for graphics and aesthetics. But when it comes to a game like Dark Souls or, you know, any from software game, that's one of their big draws, the aesthetic, the scenery, the aesthetic how dark it is. Sets the tone. I mean, Bloodborne is on. It's my. It's the best example of that. Um, yeah, if you ask me. Uh, but I think I think we just need to put some faith in it. Um, yeah, it and could, I know, you know it's like software. it could. This could that could have not been the final product, you know. Um, but yeah, but from software. You know, with the whole thing with Dark Souls 2, they not only learn their lesson, but they are people who they only trust. They, you know, they're very specific with their trust, especially after, you know, Dark Souls 2. They specifically gave it to Blue Point because they did such a good job with Shadow of the Colossus remake. So I right, I think yeah, they trust yeah, them to like, do it. Like Bluepoint didn't come to From Software. From Software went to Bluepoint. Yeah, Bluepoint are the remake masters. I hated Shadow of the Colossus, but I played it when it was you know the free PSN game the month a while back, and I that's when I finally played it. I was aware of the game and thought it was stupid, but I played it. It's actually really good. I don't know how different it is as long as you remap the controls. Which I did not, but I was still okay with it. So that now that I think about it, that's another thing. Controls. Uh, Demon Souls was very, very clunky, even more so than Dark Souls 1. So 
do we do we trust uh blue point to keep everything i mean obviously it's going to f- be more fluid in the sense that the buttons work <laughs> um, but honestly i hope they smooth it out uh, all the way. so it's going to be smoother but do you think it's going to have that you know clunkiness that while unbearable you do get used to it after a while uh uh i don't know but i personally i personally hope they do away with it it was like because it is a full remake after all if you thought dark souls was rough literally just mechanically speaking and like the way the game functioned on an engine level it was so clunky just trying to actually play the game would get you killed. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was a little unbearable at times. Yeah, the, and, the uh, best example to that is remember when Dark Souls one was the big thing, and there were so many clips online of people dying to accidentally double tapping the roll, try, or like trying to trying to jump do the jump roll thing and they would just roll on off of the cliff and die. That was due to clunkiness of the controls, <laughs> not because the controls. Yeah, and, and, and demon souls was that times a thousand. Like, so I honestly, I hope they do away with the clunkiness altogether. I would love to see it as like a fresh, you know, with, at, with the same sort of smoothness at the very least as dark souls three and bloodborne. Like, yeah, but they trust them to do it. And I can respect that. And I wasn't too surprised that this was announced. I knew it was going to get announced because, you know, it, it was in the. <laughs> it didn't get leaked. It was rumored. It was, Sorry. It, was, it was rumored, but it was the type of rumor that there's there's a big event coming up and it's just now being rumored. So it's like. We don't believe you, you know, you're just capitalizing on the fact that, Oh, there's a special event coming up. So that's the only reason why you're thinking of it. We do want it, (laughs) but you're not telling the truth. But at the same time, it's like, I've been advocating for a demon souls remake because I'm selfish and I never played it. And I want it now. I need it because it's real, (laughs) you know? A hundred percent. I feel the same way, honestly. Like I got to play it, but I didn't get to play it. You know, like yeah. at my time, at my leisure, at my pace. Um, and I have a PlayStation Three now, but I don't even fucking know where it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so uh, I'll wait till the PlayStation Five comes out. I'll po- I'll cop the remake, and uh, I will buy backup controllers. Yeah, and the best part is, I am very very new to speed running so this is (laughs) you know this is something i can get behind this could be my game a speed run i could actually do because i suck at you know souls speed runs but this just seems so fresh and clean that i can't wait to see how it gets broken (laughs) and they will in fact break it yeah so the next we game got four games left. Yeah. And they are pretty good. All uh, of them are. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, Deathloop. 
by Arcane Studios. We saw it back in E3 last year, and it looked, I don't, I vaguely remember it. It looked really different than what we saw now. The E3 trailer versus what we got now, not even remotely the same game. The E3 trailer looked like it was going to be like a very realistic looking, um, you know, first person, third person action shooter. And I was thrown for a tizzy when I when we got the 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 reveal trailer for Deathloop. Don't get me wrong. This was a really good tizzy because what the game ended up looking like was a weird sort of mashup between like We Happy Few, um, Dishonored and your favorite Call of Duty game. Yeah, no, I definitely got dishonored vibes from that. I was okay. This is really weird to say, but I'm a fan of, you know, my content creators. I'm a big fan of, I actually do go back and watch all of their reactions and every single person, myself included, thought it was a dishonored game. Dude, that's what that, I thought it was too. Like straight up, I was just like, "Bro, which it's is like fine." Actually, I thought it was because of the way the eye, the art looks a little brighter than Dishonored does. I was just like, "Is this a We Happy Few sequel? Like, what is happening?" Yeah, because We Happy Few kind of has like that twisted but brighter color palette sort of vibe, and uh, this definitely like really, really em, you know, emanated weirdness. Yeah, but it's definitely because it's like, okay, so yeah, it's another, you know, time loop thing. But it's like, it seems very engaging because it's like you versus another person, essentially, with right. a lot okay. of other people. So, speaking of that mechanic specifically, I this is something I really wanted to address. When they showed the thing, it is basically the story is about two, a duel, an ongoing duel between two assassins where like the the protag's job is to kill s- these seven targets and then there's like this counter assassin whose job is to assassinate the protag. So, do you think it is going to be a two-player game where somebody's job is to kill the, you know, like somebody is playing as the job to kill the assassin and the, the assassin is trying to kill the targets. So it could either be a nice, uh, what do you, what's the best way to do it? Like a, it could be a story driven game. And then it's like the other, you know, duelist just happens to constantly show up. But going off of what you said, I would prefer if it was like a somewhat short ish, you know, go through all these different levels and missions and it's a one V one with an actual other person. It might right. be just yeah, offline, like but would, they could totally do that. That would totally pump up the tension of the game though, with what they displayed. Yeah. They could like, that would make the gameplay that. super intense. I would love the shit out of that because you play as, you know, you play as this assassin um, who whose in sole purpose is to go and he's got seven marks that he needs to kill by the end of the night. And they were all kind of showed at different locations and there was different ways to kill them. Just like you would expect from like a dishonored game. And on the flip side of that, there's like, you know, an assassin trying to assassinate the assassin 
<laughs> and in, but the thing is, it's like they both like got their own story bit in the trailer. That's yeah, what makes so me I think would... we're going to get like that one V one experience while simultaneously pushing through like maybe different levels and like some little story as we play the game. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's either it is for sure the latter one V one two two players or it could also just be like main campaign, but you have two different characters to choose from. It could be either. It could be both. Really, it could and just be, be one V. You know, could be PVE at, with a PVP. You know, as as an option, but it, I am intrigued <laughs> with it. It's definitely something to look out for. Yes, the trailer is very difficult to explain on that one. I would honestly just recommend going onto YouTube, looking up Deathloop and forming your own opinion because it looks wild and different. um, But it it clearly takes inspirations from um, well-established game franchises which i don't think there's anything wrong with because if that shit ain't broke uh don't fix it um but it's i'm definitely looking forward to see like more gameplay trailer yeah it's still going to be a high maybe for me uh but i do need to see just a little bit more plus i do need to go back and watch it again uh there are only a couple games from this event i actually rewatched a couple times this should have been one of them. But the next game was something I did rewatch several times, even though it's a franchise I have not Dude, played too much of. Me either. And I was enthralled by this yeah. trailer. Resident Evil Village. A.K.A. Resident Evil 8. The last one I played was actually the game that actually got me into it. You know, I never played four. I never played the remakes. So, but I was aware of how it functioned each game outside of the one I played. And so the one I played, I can't remember if it was five or six. I know it was the one that got a lot of nasty feedback because it was set oh, in because of the multiplayer the, well, that, the multiplayer one no it was the one where it's you know this it was set in africa and the whole thing was like oh they're killing zombies and it's in africa it, oh this is a political statement and i thought the game was good if the story makes sense in wherever it is it makes sense you know so i don't get that drama but I thought that one was pretty fun. I don't know if that one holds up to any of the other ones of the quote unquote current series, I guess, because a lot of the older games play different from one another, like two and three. Yeah, it def- that the franchise has definitely evolved a lot. I think the first one that I played, I don't remember if it was Resident Evil four or Resident Evil zero. I was like 12 years old. I remember the game scaring the absolute fucking shit out of me and I didn't play it ever again. <laughs> So it, Resident Evil 8 will be different than the one I played. I'm pretty sure it was six. It is going to be more in line with the experience players receive from Resident Evil 7 uh, Biohazard. 
Yeah, in that it's first person, because I believe the one I'm t- I was talking about was six, which was over the shoulder. So that I mean, at the atmosphere and it's a pretty cool atmosphere, it first person works. You know, and it seems like they're going to focus on the horror and the atmosphere over like action, like um, in some past Resident Evil games, like I think two and three. Yeah, if it's creepy, like, say, your very first playthrough of Dead Space one, I am all for it. This actually will be this will be an insta buy for me. Maybe not on release. Maybe I'll wait a couple months, but I, I yeah, am getting I'm going to be picking it up as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the most important thing, though, there is a rumor going around with, you know, the gentleman we saw in the trailer, Chris Redfield. He was looking pretty thick, but that's not the theory. Uh, Dude, he, was looking <laughs> he was pretty big. So there was another rumor that along with predicting the game and everything has tidbits. You know, it was a people are calling it a leak now because of what the rumor stated. So I don't want to talk about it because it's a pretty big title, but I did want to say something that I hope someone leaks about this game. So the idea is, you know, Chris Redfield's always been a good guy, but he looks like a bad guy in this. So I'm thinking Either he really has gone off the deep end. I don't know what happened to him in previous games. Sorry. But I feel like he's doing some bad shit, but it's really for the greater good. Or maybe I was going to say, maybe he's doing some bad shit for the right reasons. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. He's doing the bad shit for the right reasons because he knows what's going on. And maybe the real villain, you know, will eventually show themselves. It's you. Yeah, no. (laughs) So it's either Chris is really the bad guy and he's had some shit happen to him or the shit you're doing turns out is causing shit to get worse somehow. I, I doubt that one. Or he's the bad guy that turns good because of, you know, situations and the real bad guy is either a brand new character, which most likely going to happen, or what I would rather want is uh, a returning villain in Wesker. Even though he died a horrible flaming death, (laughs) he was a very badass villain, and he deserves a comeback. I don't know, man. It's the Resident Evil franchise. Anything can happen. Yeah. So it's it's definitely something I want to... uh, not going to get it day one, but I am going to get it. No more than six months later, <laughs> maybe month two or three. But uh, yeah, is it is that something? Is that up your alley? Because I know it's been a while since you've. Uh, you know, um, a game like I'm, that is uh, I am 100 percent interested. Um, I think before I go through and play Resident Evil Village, I am going to have to play seven, um, which is has been on my list of games to play for fucking ever. And uh, um, I've always wanted to play it. I loved the aesthetic. I loved how creepy it is. I am a huge pushy when it comes to horror, like horror games, but I want to play it anyways. Um, I will do it in the brightest room of my house, but I will play it. 
Um, and so I think I need to play seven to get a feel for what I can, I might be able to expect. Uh, but based on the trailer alone and atmospherically and thematically, like I said, I love the darker, more mature themed games. So I'm interested. Yeah. Plus I love the supernatural vibes. That's different for the series. So yeah, something speaking of different, the next trailer was kind of weird. Yeah. Holographic cats and men in space suits. The game. Yeah, I was not impressed with this. It seemed very. It was too wild. Like there's a lot of games that show weird trailers and no gameplay. And it seems interesting. Not so much with this one. And the graphics weren't that good considering it's PS5. Uh, this was definitely one of the games where I was, you know, there's been a few of them on our list this evening where I was just like, what the hell is this about? Um, and when you're, when you're, when you're participating in this huge event, like the reveal of a next generation console, um, I feel like you should come with your a game. And this was, this was not an a game. By the way, this title, um, the title of this game, which we, I failed to, we failed to mention is called Pragmata. Yeah. Um, and so the pro tag looked like the mascot for, um, what is the creator? Who's the creator of death training? Kojima. Yeah. So it looked like the mascot, like the protagonist literally looked like the, the skeleton spacesuit mascot guy from Kojima games, like dead ass. Like that, and there was a holographic cat and uh, a small child that looked like an anime doll, and it was weird. Yeah, and, and the the small child is why I was thinking it did, does not look good at all because the her hair was very untextured and was clipping through her back. Now they did say this one was coming out twenty twenty two. And yeah, they wanted could, to show it could something be a new off. game, but they wanted to show something. I think this it was a mistake personally. Um, yeah. I would like to see more because the it seems just kind of far out there. Um, and it, it seemed far out there in a death stranding kind of way. Um, yeah, which is either going to excite or like fucking grown eye roll a lot of people. But I. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't like I was interested in the direction the trailer took. Artistically, I wasn't thrilled. Um, Our direction seemed a little all over the place. Like the model for the little girl looks wildly different than the model for the holographic cat. And the model for the holographic cat looked wildly different than the model for the protagonist. And it looked yeah. like a pe- uh, it looked like a bunch of people from different de- development studios with different you know, concepts of what the game was supposed to look like. We're just like, here, your job is to design this character. And they were just like, that's good. And they threw all three of them in a trailer together. And that's what we got. Another way to say it, I think is it looked like they're like three separate characters from different games. And sucking them into the sky or whatever it showed in the trailer is what takes them to the other world it sucked them to the fucking moon bro (laughs) yeah i i need 
it's going to be a hard pass for me, honestly, as little as we got. I was not impressed in the slightest, but I do want more information. Uh, definitely check it out. Once again, that one is called Pragmata. I feel really bad that we didn't announce the title on that one out of the, um, out the gate, but Pragmata, um, it is like, it's, it it definitely, it's going to be a post-apocalyptic game. Um, I can tell you that much right now. Check it out on YouTube if you're interested in it. Um, uh, form your own opinion. This is that, this was just ours and we're not professionals. Um, but, and for a very biased, uh, opinion, uh, how did you feel about the last game in the presentation in Horizon Forbidden West? <laughs> Fucking floored, dude. Um, the, I, I, presenting Horizon t- 2, Forbidden West, um, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, specifically, in case there's any questions. Um, it's, it's the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. It's uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And I was floored. Um, I loved the first game. Uh, I don't fucking cream my jimmies over it like some of our other friends. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to name names. You. But, yeah, me. Um, but it, it looked so good. The new yeah. machines looked beautiful. The new areas looked beautiful. Oh, my God. You could swim underwater, and it looked fucking amazing. It was so the best way to end the game reveals. For yeah, they, they did that on purpose. They like, knew like, let's get, fucking, some, let's get some the meat. Cat, bitch. Like that was it. Um, super impressive environmental detail. Um, you know, we're not worrying about like world ending robots this time. There's like some sort of weird plague that's happening now. And yeah. it's like, it's affecting the wildlife and destroying crops and making creatures go wild. And, you know, there's a character from the first one. If, who turns out to be like a self-serving piece of shit. And he's making a return on this one. And if you've seen the John wick franchise, he plays the valet dude at the continental hotel and he's a great actor (laughs) and I'm excited about it, man. I'm so stoked. Yeah. I never finished the first one. I got missing out. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I got stuck in one of the underground. I forgot what they're called, but one of the, underground the cauldrons yeah i got stuck in the very first one you can access and i don't know because i isn't there a difficulty like i am playing on hard or something maybe i'm just bad there were yeah there were difficulties i'm playing on hard and the jump from playing on hard oh yeah it's it is a a noticeable increase yeah hard in the overworld versus hard in cauldrons is like totally different types of difficult so i kept dying on what i'm hoping is the last you know encounter in there and i keep losing and i don't know how to do better like it's not a plan better type of thing it's like i should just leave and come back end game (laughs) dude honestly i quit there so i play it again given the fact that the game is six years old now um play it for the story bro the story's incredible Don't worry about the difficulty. I know you love a challenge, but you are going to get more out of the story playing it for the insane lore that that this world has than you are just trying to beat it on the hardest difficulty. I would 100% recommend going back, playing it strictly for the story. Um, You know, don't put it on easy, put it on normal um, so that you at least get to experience because even normal can be super challenging. Oh, yeah. Um, Can be. But. 
it, it, it deserves your attention. That game, that game earned it. Oh yeah. It's, is it, uh, is it on PC now? Wasn't that a, it is Big being released for PC sometime in 2020. I do not know the exact release date. Okay. So that is a game that when I retry and play again, that that's a game I'm going to be playing on stream at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eridos. So I I'm hoping it is on PC and if it isn't out already, it will be sometime soon. Cause if that's a game that deserves a full playthrough, it's that. And I'm glad they ended the game presentation on such a hard hitter. I was, I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting a sequel to be shown, but I thought they were going to end on a sequel to God of war. Dude, I'm just glad they didn't fucking Stephen King the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, no, that they ended on a very good note. Uh as far as games go. Now the console itself, that is a whole other beast of a conversation. Uh but let's try to make it as concise as possible. Cause it it, it could spark argument. Because there's two sides. It's uh, the console looks like shit. Or it actually looks like the best console ever. I personally wouldn't say I ever, personally I do love it. Am, I, I don't I don't know the best console ever. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. I love the new design. Um, yeah. Of course, the second the conference ended, there was already memes all over the inner sphere of you know the twitter sphere inter- the interwebs it was all it was it blew up um the biggest the biggest like criticism that the the the, the design direction was was that the shit looks like a fucking wi-fi router <laughs> yeah and it kind of does it i can't fault them for the comparison but i also think white looks slick um this it's very jarring um, because this will be the first console for PlayStation that isn't either matte black or matte gray. Yeah. It, so I'm a fan it of it like because the white, yeah, the snow white, the PS4, um, what was it? GameStop PS4 edition, the all white one, which I have. I love it. So I, it looks great. Yeah. That's my main controller, the GameStop exclusive white. But it's I love the design. But what I am worried about is people started doing a size comparison based off of because you you don't know how it really, you know, sized up looks can be deceiving, but not disk drives. And people are comparing the size and getting a good estimate on the actual size of the machine based on the size of the disk drive. And it is the largest console, even larger than the PS3. So is it because of the shape and they have so much powerful hardware? Because the the new Xbox um, is also I think the shape plays a really big feature a factor in that. Um, I just want to I just want to speak on that real quick, specifically the fact that the hardware encasing portion of 
the PlayStation five ends. And then there's like two little spire things that pop up from the edge, you know, from on either side of the console that covers maybe another inch or two of like the console's total mass. So it's, yeah, at least I think it's it's tall. It's going to be super tall, tall, which worries me because uh, how I have my, uh, shelf set up my TV stand and everything I can only have because it has multiple tiers. I can only have things sitting on the side. And that was another, you know, little bit of worry. Is, is was, it going to be vertical only? Yeah. Can you have it horizontal? And you can thank God, but it's still large as shit. Uh, you dude, know? I'm going to put it vertical because I actually fucking hate having my, I hate having my PlayStation horizontal, uh, but I'll, that's just a personal preference. Yeah, I'll, I'll but, show you a picture of my uh, TV stand and you'll see. <laughs> it is it, definitely a more modern sci-fi looking approach to a next gen console, especially fitting, when you though. compare it side by side with, um, you know, the new Xbox X series paperweight. <laughs> Yeah, it <laughs> Xbox Series X mini fridge. Yeah, I think that's why it's so tall, though, because the new Xbox is it's shorter, but it's also thicker. So it they have different type and, uh, of room to play with the hardware. They could yes. have it like a, you know, like like a house while they have to for the um, PS5, it kind of has to be built kind of like a, a townhouse like or a, a condo or something. It, it, it almost looks more like a desktop tower. Yeah. In terms of its design, like how it's designed. I like it. Um, uh, I like them, dude. I, I'm just going to speak plainly. I like the designs for both of the next gen consoles. There yeah, are a lot of, could be worse. I think they're both ugly as sin. Um, I think the new Xbox series X thing is uh console looks very simple in its design and I like it. And I love how drastically different PlayStation was just like, you know what? We're going to break the fucking mold on this one. I think the thing that I'm going to miss the most is the colored, the, you know, the color coordinated buttons on the PlayStation controllers. Because like, you know, of yeah. like the X, the, the, you know, the triangle square X and circle buttons, because it's like iconic. Um, yeah. And the new, the new controller is like very modern, very slick looking, all white has, you know, cl- crystal clear buttons um, but you know they're going to make colored controllers like just like PS4 makes money. Absolutely, so I'm going to keep the white one. But if they have like a, I don't know, a chrome, a chrome forest green with a black, you know, underside or whatever, that will be cool for me. I'll spend the money and get that. But uh, yes, as far as breaking I, I, the mold goes, uh. They also did something I don't think has been done before in this day and age. It's uh, two, yes, I was going to mention that as well. But you, you got to it before me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it's all good. Two separate versions, which a lot of consoles do, but not back to back initially. And and we're not talking like a PlayStation Four versus a PlayStation Four Pro. Yeah, it's uh, a digital only version. They're calling it, you know, the digital edition, which obvious it pretty much is the same thing, but it's, you know, sans disk drive, which means no disk tray. Yeah. But for someone like me that prefers digital games, 
that might be fine because it's also going to be cheaper and people are estimating a hundred dollars cheaper. And the current theory is based on what we know and how Sony screwed up in the past and they don't want to repeat the same mistakes with the PS3. Oh, the got the $600 price tag. Yeah, people are saying, which I totally am fine with, is the the normal model is going to be 499 with the digital edition being 399 the only downside is more than fair honestly. oh yeah for sure. with how graphically different how stronger the different uh consoles like this is the strongest jump in technology going into a new generation that we've had ever so i'm fine with that the only downside to being a digital only fanboy is we also use the our PS4 Pro as you know a DVD player. That's what that was going to be my argument for the traditional to, um, um, edition of the new PlayStation Five. Is the disc drive also doubles as a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray player? Which um, that's what I'm getting because, like you know, like Jake yeah. just said, we also use ours as a DVD player, and we only we only watch Blu-rays. And I have a few um, like Blu-ray packages that I've got that have the 4K Ultra HDs that I can't even watch yet. Um, one thing to factor in when you're considering whether or not you want to buy the digital edition or the disc tray, um, if you don't have a 4K television, the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray player ain't going to mean shit to you. Preach. Like, it don't matter, man. Like if, if you don't have the TV to keep up with the hardware that's being presented from the console to the screen, get the fucking digital edition, bro. Like, save yourself the hundred bucks because you're not going to notice. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, though, I think depending on the release games, because I know they said Godfall is going to be one of them, but what else is going to be upon release? Depending on the games that are coming out day one, I may get the digital, but still have my PS4 hooked up and use that as the new DVD player and then save that extra hundred bucks and use that money to get a game and a half. Because I know for a fact day one is Godfall. I'm going to get that. But if there's something else, I'm going to get the digital shell out the extra and then get two games. See, and then my hype ass over here and I'm just like, boy, I need a super bundle. I want the headphones. I want the remote control. I want, you know, and when I say a remote control, I mean like a fucking TV remote control. Like when they, when they revealed it, there was like, there was um, like a, a charge. They showed both consoles, um, a brand new design for a PlayStation four exclusive headset um, two controllers, a charging dock, and uh, like a TV remote that would, you know, for the console itself. And I want a super bundle that gives me all that. I want the whole kit and caboodle, dude. Yeah, American consumer in practice. There was actually, uh, now that you talk about it, they, someone did a mock up of a Spider Man Miles Morales themed I saw it. Five. I'm so, I hope that, they do it. That shit is fucking fire. <laughs> I I need it. <laughs> Anything. I'm not going to get all of the extravagant shit. The only like the, the only thing, bro, that would like that has that would turn me off from doing a, you know, uh, a Miles Morales Spider-Man console is the fact that I would have to wait 
to get a PS5. And as soon yeah. as it goes up for pre-order, I will I'm getting it. Like I yeah. I have never in my entire life been able to afford a next gen console upon its release. And I have adult money now one, yeah. and I'm doing it. I only had one and that was when the Switch came out. So Dude, I didn't I even got, get that. I got the Switch like way later, like almost a year later. I got the last one and I got it. It was totally off topic. Sorry, but it's a funny story. I got the last Nintendo Switch and it was thankfully because we were all in line waiting for the store to open and me and the wife were sitting off to the side. We were in line, but then a couple other people got in line behind the person behind me thinking we weren't in line. And so when they were handing out the tickets to say like, Hey, if, if this is a line for the Nintendo switch, here's your ticket. They passed us and gave the guy behind me actually physically in the line. And he graciously said, no, they're technically in line. They get it. Even though the guy already said, this is the last ticket. And he, it was a a homie, bro. He was a dude. He He was with best friend for life after that. Oh yeah, for sure. He was a younger guy, kind of our age with a young daughter who was so excited to get it. And she, I thought was going to flip. I thought she, I thought she was going to flip. She was like five, six or something. She did not. She, she was pretty much the one that was kind of like, you know, tugging on his shoulder or his uh, jacket and was like, Hey, they were in line, right? That does, that means we don't get it, but that's okay. It looks fun. Anyway, we'll get it eventually. She gave off that vibe. And I'm like, that is a fucking bro, dude. I wish that man. Awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. Totally off topic, but it's a really good story. Heartwarming. Just like the future of next gen. We're going to get some good shit. And I'm so happy. Absolutely, man. Yes. (laughs) Um, that this is going to be the wrap on our episode. We, I just want to leave you with this question. What do you guys think about all of the games we talked about tonight? This is a long episode, but we wanted to cover it all because we're so stoked on the future of gaming and, you know, the, the next gen consoles as a whole. We're, we're floored. Um, oh, we yeah. want you guys to be just as stoked as we are. So let us know. What do you guys think about these titles? What do you guys think about the new PlayStation 5? Um, you guys can hit us up at Twitter at I am still buttons and where can they find you, Jake? You can find me on Twitter at Eridos JM and on Twitch at Eridos. Um, these games, the vast majority, honestly, of the games that I want from this PS5 reveal are all games I'm going to stream when they're out. No question Same. about that. Same. <sighs> yeah, there's only so much uh retro games that i can do i need something fresh i need some i need that new new <laughs> and you can find that when this is out twitch.tv slash eridos and what was your uh twitch again i always mix up your twitch and your twitter that's because some jerkwad on twitter has my handle and i can't reclaim it um but you can find me on twitch.tv at i am buttons i stream four days a week you can find my schedule on there and um, find us, hit us up, talk with us about the games that we talk about on uh, our podcast here. We want to hear from you guys. We want to build an awesome audience, especially since we are coming very near and dear to um, our first season's close. Um, so with that being said, 
Thank you, everybody, who stuck through this extra long episode on our PlayStation 5 reveal. Thank you, thank you. You guys have a great night. Yep, have a good night, guys.